Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Norhadi Haas and I'm speaking now with uh, Catherine Whitman, uh, founder of Rating Global, a published author of uh, Circular Economy Handbook and now in its second edition. She is well-known as speaker, coach and works of uh, facilitator. Thanks for coming and welcome to Bijara Supply Chain, Catherine. Thank you, Nehadi. It's great to hear, be here and talk to all of your listeners about the circular economy. Mm-hmm. All right. So in today's episode, uh, we'll be talking about creating a sustainable business. Uh, but before that, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your professional background? Sure. So I started my career as an industrial engineer in uh, fashion manufacturing. So I was responsible for trying to create more productive methods of uh, making garments and laying out uh, factories and cutting rooms and that kind of thing. I moved on from there to join Tesco, a big UK food retailer, um, as an industrial engineer again, this time in logistics. So looking at um, logistics methods and warehouse layouts and so on. And then I joined Kellogg's and uh, ended my corporate career with DHL supply chain as a project manager and also helping international sales teams around the world to understand um, all the different products we could offer. And I guess all through my career, um, uh, uh, people have described me as, as challenging. Um, as a project manager, that stood me in good stead, challenging people to do what they promised and deliver projects on time and so on. And as a work-study engineer, ch- challenging business as usual. Um, but by 2013, 2014, I was getting more and more concerned about how little we were doing to move sustainability forward both um, within the company and with our customers and it felt like I was helping big companies make a tiny bit more money instead of doing something to solve the the problem. So since 2014 um, I stepped off the corporate ladder and started my own company to help people understand what the opportunities of the circular economy were all about and how they could get started. Um, So I was asked in uh, 2015 to uh, write a book by academic publishers Kogan Page. So as you mentioned, that's now in its second edition. And uh, a year or so ago, I also started the Circular Economy podcast, where I interview um, entrepreneurs, um, people doing startups and business leaders to find out how they're making the circular economy happen and why it's better for their businesses. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So uh, talking about the uh, sustainability, Katrina, what are the specific elements of a sustainable company's culture that's uh, different from those of uh, traditional companies? I think generally there's a deep sense of purpose, um, often from, from caring about people or, and or caring about our home planet mm-hmm. and wanting to be part of the solution instead of being part of the problem. 
you know, people have this deep desire to do something better for the world through their businesses rather than just um, making a, you know, a bit of money by doing something uh, that might be interesting or entertaining or whatever. That's, that's not enough for people who have this deep sense of, um, you know, wanting to be part of the solution. And how does a sustainable company create the condition that embeds sustainability in the company's strategy and operations? I think it begins by having a clear set of values that really resonate with people, that resonate obviously with the um, the managers or the you know the founders of the business, but also resonate with employees, with customers and with suppliers so that everybody's moving in the in the same direction and wanting to mm-hmm. achieve the same things, whether that's sustainability or something different. And I think also it's about sharing responsibility for making those values come to fruition so for example in uh, Patagonia the sustainability um, values are spread around the around the company product designers are responsible for trying to design more sustainable products that last longer that are repairable that are multifunctional and so on Um, everybody has targets about the sustainability impact not just about how many products you've you've designed or how many it's sold or whatever yeah so i think you know embedding the whole thing um into the into the strategy is is really important mm-hmm. and what would be the first step uh, the first step into the sustainability for the business when i work with businesses i often suggest that they pick out one key risk or an interesting opportunity and work on that so It might be about looking at the materials you're using and thinking about a virgin material that's under pressure or even a renewable material that's under pressure. You know, are you Mm -hmm. responsible for something that's causing deforestation? So can you swap some of those under pressure resources for something that's recycled? Could you find a way to start selling services instead of ownership and build, you know, longer, deeper stronger relationships with your customers or could you look at places where value is leaking out of the system perhaps your product is being discarded at the end of its use and yet when it's discarded there are lots of valuable materials um, valuable components all sorts of things that you could have got back um, you know recovered and help them become new products again either through recycling or remanufacturing and so on so have a look at one one fairly simple opportunity and start with that don't try and reinvent the wheel from the from the get-go start start small and move slowly forward another question is uh, what are some the barriers towards uh, achieving sustainability Catherine? i think many people think that it's an on cost instead of an opportunity and i think understanding more about how the circular economy works can help unlock some of those those issues mm-hmm. so it's having a different mindset and thinking about how could we use this to be profitable, but also do the right thing for people and planet. And, you know, what are the opportunities within our business where we could reduce costs by wasting less or make ourselves more resilient by building, uh, you know, stronger supply chains using recycled materials and so on, instead of being reliant on, on virgin materials. Could we build, deeper relationships with suppliers and customers by doing things differently and encouraging people to focus on having 
access to things instead of needing to own things. Mm-hmm. So um, certainly those are some of the barriers that stop people from getting started on the journey. And as I said before, it needs to be part of the strategy, not just seen as a nice to have or a kind of bolt on to what you're doing as your um, day-to-day business. So the strategy needs to have sustainability at the core. And good examples of that um, are Unilever, um, particularly over the last couple of years, and even more so with the new um, CEO, Alan Jope, um, and also Patagonia, who I mentioned earlier, and Fairphone, Mm -hmm. which started life as a campaign group for um, uh, trying to get rid of conflict minerals and realized eventually that if it was going to try and change the technology sector, the way of doing that was to prove that it could be done. And so they started out creating first Fairphone 1, and now we're on Fairphone 3, um, which not only has fair minerals in it, but has a lot of recycled content, is designed on a modular system. So if something does go wrong, you can just order the module. Um, and needing only a single screwdriver, you can watch fair Uh, videos on the Fairphone website and swap the part out yourself and the phone's designed to be much more durable and Mm. rugged than your average smartphone too so it's you know it's a win-win for customers okay so thanks for today's talk Catherine and I look forward to speaking with you at another time thanks Nahadi bye at Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.